to the Revolution Church Podcast. Before we begin, we'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. Hello, 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 and welcome to another Meet Your Congregation episode of Revolution. I am Caleb, and I'm sitting here with Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. And we have as our guest today, Taylor Cardone. Hello, Taylor. Hi, everyone. Hey. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. How are you? Oh, good. we're doing good. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. We've got a nice, nice sunny day here in Seattle, which is rare, so that's kind of nice. Uh, yeah, that's like the opposite of the stereotype of Seattle that yeah, I hear I about. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're told it's. I've been told that this is the actual beginning of spring, so that's good. Yeah, because I looked at the, and I did look at the weather, and it's supposed to be warm this next week. So I'm excited about that because of the kids. I've got I, I have my kids like 50, 60 percent of the time, and and I live in a small apartment. So, and for some reason. We have a park, and they just closed it. Like I'm like, wow, you guys are kind of late on the COVID hmm. thing. Um, so they closed the park, so I can't take my kids <laughs> to the park at the apartment complex. So we're like driving all around Washington looking for different mm. parks. And my son is like a park critic. My daughter doesn't care, but my son, he's five, and he's just like, oh, I don't like that park. Oh, that park thing isn't it? I'm like, all right, buddy. Just, I literally give him the phone and make him flip through pictures of parks and go like, this one. Is he like big on like the steel versus plastic slide? Like, uh, You know, I think he likes a lot of woods. Like, I, like he, I think he likes the wooded areas around the parks more mm. than the parks in general. You could have like a blog. He could like start yeah. a par- park review blog. I don't know. I think it's whatever which way the wind blows, however he's feeling that day. Like, oh, I want metal today or I want plastic or I want to climb something I can climb up on or, you know, I mean, it's like whatever the, you know, I can't, I can't figure it out. It's honestly having a five-year-old and a three-year-old. I mean, I've been through a lot in my life. And this is the toughest job I've ever had. I mean, they're luck. I mean, I'm grateful that they're so cute. And they're, they're and they're little. They're such buddies too. They're brother and sister, and they're such buddies. So I'm really happy for that. But man, by the end of the day, I am exhausted. You know, like my son woke up yesterday at five thirty in the morning, and he wakes up with, "Hey, Dad!" And I'm like, "Hey, buddy!" He's like, "You know, Mom sure does know a lot about dinos." He always gives me a fun fact in the morning, and so that was my last fact. And he's so awake. The first thing I'm uh-huh. like, "Hey, Dad!" He's like, "Dad." <laughs> like he's just been sitting there just waiting to uh, yeah to power get, on power yeah so anyway anyway enough about my life so w- how how are you and where is the what's the weather like where you're at and where are you at? i'm on long island it oh, is cool. a yeah yeah it's rain. i mean you can i i don't have a great long island yeah, you're accent, not like long island. But- I try to, but you know, I, I also tried too hard, like in the past, to get rid of it. So now I'm trying to get it back. But uh, mm. yeah, it's rainy. It's I, I love the rainy weather. So yeah. it's, I'm not quite the park connoisseur, but I do. Uh, I like you know, it's a nice overcast. It's yeah, nice. cool. Yeah, I like the overcast as well. I I would like to live in Belfast because it's like that's the weather there too. But the weather there is very similar to the weather here. It's just mm. yeah. it's never like a super hard rain. It's just like a you drizzle, jizzle, yeah, constant drizzle. mist. I think they call it a spittle in Northern oh, Ireland. Yeah. yeah, it's just kind of gross, but I guess it's God spitting yeah. down upon you. 
Um, so, so yeah, Long Island, it's my, my, my growing up, one of my best friends, his mom and was from Long Island and she, and this was North Carolina and she had not lost at all. She's like, Jamie <laughs> from Long Island. <laughs> she was so like Long Island. So uh, yeah. How, how are, how are things with, uh, the, the lockdown and COVID and all that stuff going out there in, in, in Long Island. Even I want to say Long Island. <laughs> I uh, yeah I have to force myself to say it. Um yeah things are opening up. It's nice. Um I mean I I'm still like I'm still used to kind of just the the solitude. Yeah. That I have to kind of like relearn everything again and but you know it's it's nice because I think people are still kind of taking the best parts of it like the fact that we're speaking right now on Zoom yeah. like and they're continuing with it rather than being like, oh, well, you know, it's open now. Well, I can't talk to these people, but I'm going to talk to people in person. And it's but it's cool. It's a nice adjustment, but it's it's still, you know, we have a long way. The governor just announced that things could be open till 12 now, which is nice. Okay. You used to have to be out of restaurants at 10. But yeah. And, you know, the numbers are kind of staying a little high, but hopefully, you know. Yeah, it's hard to have. It's kind of hard to have hope right now. You know, it's like you can't get hopeful because everybody's getting the shot, and then you have like, oh, it's mutating, and it's so weird because it's. I feel like I was watching like this this debate yesterday, and they like it was like they didn't know. Like it was like some the politicians didn't realize like this is something that's actually mutating. Mm, Yeah, I mean, it's not just like a solid answer. I'm like, dude, it's mutating. Like, how do you give solid answers on mutation? Yeah, you know, it's like we're turning into turtles. (laughs) Um, Yeah, gosh, it's yeah. Because I was supposed to be in Belfast next month, and that doesn't look like that's going to happen. And it's my second canceled Belfast trip. Yeah, it sucks, man. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's you know. It is what it is, but yeah, the I do like I'm I'm super into solitude, you know. I'm mm. really and in, really really introverted, um, so almost to the point where I feel like the 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 lockdown has made me even like maybe negatively introverted. So especially living in a new city, it's like I don't know anybody, so it's just mm, really easy yeah. for me to just like be alone. Yep. You know, yeah, yeah. Just like, oops, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to obey, just to be a good citizen. <laughs> Can eat my noodles by myself. It's just what would Jesus do, right? <laughs> so, um, what what do you do? What do you, I mean? You know, what do you do for for life there? Do you are you working? Are you working from home or? Um, I go to work. I work with youth, which oh, okay. is great. Cool. Uh, yeah. So I uh, yeah, I'm a teacher. All right. And, yeah, so it's it's great. And, you know, with everything going on, I think it's it's pretty nice. They're kind of letting people shuffle back into school, which is cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good opportunity. And just to kind of be able just to see, you know, at least for kind of like, you know, my values, just be able to see everything kind of up close and get to know people on a different level and meet new people yeah. um, regarding the youth. It's, it's really cool. And um, just, you know, even to like spread God's love, even if I'm not like saying it, yeah. <laughs> you just know, kind of just showing people love. Mm. I always kind of felt that that was, it was what it was anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like with the idea of like loving your enemy and doing things like that kind of hit rubber hits the road is, is, is just, it's just kind of a more inclusive, you know, love, mm-hmm. just loving everybody yeah. and, and just doing your best to, you know, 
I was reading uh, one of Pete Rollins's books and it was like, do you believe in God? And it was, and his answer was like, yes, I try to love my neighbor as myself. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in God? Right. Yes. I'm trying to love yep. my enemy. You know, it yep. wasn't like, do I subscribe to a man in the sky? It was, do I subscribe to these concepts yeah. of really knowing people, even when it's uncomfortable. And I, I like that. I like yeah. that. Like meeting, just getting outside of that comfort zone and living life and, meeting people that are different and being able to sit down with people who maybe have prejudices and be like, Oh no, this is, you know, I know these people, you know, like I lived with my neighborhood was mostly Somalians in Minnesota, you know, and there was a lot of people who were really iffy about Somalians in Minnesota. And I was able to sit down and be like, no, you know, cause they're a very guarded community. And I'm like, but I live in that community. So after a few weeks, the guard comes down and we're mm. hanging out. Our kids are playing together. We're having conversations you know, it's just, you know, understanding their culture and why they so, and what they think about, and, and they feel a little bit scared of our culture as well. You know what I mean? And you kind of get this like, oh, you know, everybody's kind of nervous and afraid. And and when these boundaries come down, you you experience the humanity and kind of the what grace really is to me is, is that experience of humanity. So, yeah, I like that. I mean, I could imagine being a school teacher. Gosh, that would be crazy just experiencing all the different, you know, especially kids, you know, because kids are just coming from their parents' mm. background and all that and just meeting them where they're at and kind of getting a chance to grow with them. That's really cool. Yeah, and like the population is, a lot of them are undocumented immigrants. Okay. And so it, it really, really just changed my life and just showed me just another side that I wouldn't get the opportunity to. Yeah. And they're just so, such strong people. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, they've lived more lifetimes than I can imagine. Mm. And you know, they're so much more mature than I am. Right. Even though, like, you know, so much <laughs> quite a perspective growing up. I'm sure they're going to have, have have a very, like you said, a, a, a mature perspective at least on uh, s- some certain issues that that other people don't even have to think about. Yeah, but I will tell you that a lot of their faith is just it's solid. It's you know, and they're they're allowed to obviously outwardly express it, and you know, they just never lost sight of you know who they are in god's eyes and like i I just love it and you know a lot of them are just you know they wear like the masks that say i love jesus and that's what's great is because it's like you know they've got all these kind of like say get such mixed messages you know and they get like from like the left like oh we love you and we care about almost to a point where it's patronizing and then you get the, the right which is even more patronizing, not even patronizing. It's just kind of sometimes really horrible and mean, you know, and it's like, you know, they have to live in that constant tension of like, I don't want to be anybody's project. I just want to live my life and, and, you know, live my own faith Mm. and and grow, you know? And um, I think we forget sometimes that like what it's like to be in the middle constantly uh, and, and seen as, as the other, you know, and if we can make the other just us, Mm-hmm. That's when we be kind of really become community, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Totally. So, what's your uh, Taylor? What's your um, church uh, background like as far as how you were raised and stuff? So, I was raised Roman Catholic, and okay. I, yeah, I, I mean Long Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> um, and you know, I I always just felt such a connection to Jesus. God, for some reason, not so much growing up, but mm, I just yeah. like felt like Jesus was, and it was like the strangest feeling always. And it wasn't until up, like up until a few years ago that I was just like, wow, like God is my father. But uh, yeah, so I started off Roman Catholic and 
I loved going to church. I used to go every day, even on like, you know, when I start, learned how to drive, I would go every single oh, day. Wow. But wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's the cool thing about Catholic Church is you can just pop on in there, right? You know, you can just go in and, and go Every sit day, in the pews yeah. and pray. Yeah, it's not like the door's locked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And like, they would have services early in the morning and I would go and like my first drink at 21 was church wine. And it was just like, <laughs> I wouldn't want it to be any other thing. And then, um, but I didn't, you know, it was still kind of like I felt that void. And I didn't know why. Like, I still wanted that connection. It was probably just because I kind of like was able to re- like... I guess because you could picture Jesus and you could like, you know, I guess because, you know, in our mind, he's like younger. It just, <laughs> like, for me, I was just like, oh, he's like my older brother. Yeah. Um, where, you know, but then I just, I didn't feel like, you know, I didn't feel that hole being uh, filled. And I remember like Good Friday was always like a rough day for me. Well, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> just Jesus, but like, you know, I'd go to church and like for me, I'd be like sobbing in the pew and I would look around and I'd be like, like, guys, like her best friend, like they're telling us that her best friend just like died. He was crucified. Like, could somebody like feel something with me here? And like, you know, I just felt like I was kind of like in the wrong place. And, you know, I just felt disconnected, I guess, or maybe everyone else was disconnected. I don't know. Um, so I stopped going just because I was like, you know, there's definitely more. Um, so then I went on what I like to call like my, I used to call it my religion tour. And then I kind of realized I wasn't looking for religion, but it was, you know, my spirituality tour. So like I read the Quran because right. I was mm. just looking at Jesse. And uh, then I read like the Bhagavad Gita and then things got really bad. I read the Satanic Bible and I was oh, just like cool. looking for something. Um, and then, you know, some, I was talking to like a mentor and they're like, you know, just go back to the Catholic church, see if. Just confess your sins, see what, uh, you know, if you could maybe find something. So I went to confession and it was a really terrible experience. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I, you know, I, I'm not ashamed to say like I'm a virgin and I was, you know, confessing like some, you know, kind of minor sin, I guess, in the pre-size. And he was like, are you sure? Like, you're not doing anything more? Like, you know, do you? do you do things with your boyfriend? Like he was like trying right. to like get something out of me. And I was like, no. And he's like, are you sure? I'm just oh, like, geez. yeah, I'm sure. That's so like, cool. That's so it was a really negative experience. And I went my sister and she had like the same experience. So it was just like, that was kind of like my sign of like, yeah, maybe like step away. And then I found an evangelical church that I just really loved. And, you know, really changed my life and showed me who I am in God's eyes, which I guess what I was looking for. And I finally had that connection. And, you know, I, I just, I fell so in love with it and I still am, but there still was that, you know, it was a couple pieces missing. And the yeah. one thing was, it was just the idea of, I just, I still can't wrap my head around just not accepting same sex couples. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm straight and I just, I, you know, it's not like I, you know, it was personally affected by it, but I just kind of, it just didn't sit right with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm. you know, then, you know, because of COVID and everything, I had a lot of time to think about it. And, uh, yeah, so now I don't necessarily belong to a church yeah. and, you know, but it really brought me to a cool place. And, you know, if I can kind of just bring up revolution, it, you know, I was, I felt like I was like without a home. And um, oddly enough, I was watching a 2020 special on Tammy Baker. And, you know, then I started Googling like Revolution Church and I was just like, holy mackerel. <laughs> cool. This is what I was like, like, I felt so alone. So just like, I felt like I was doing something wrong almost. Right. Like, you know, I was praying all the time to God being like, you know, I feel like a jerk. Like, you know, it says in the Bible, like, right. 
explicitly, yet I'm not believing it. So there's something wrong with me. And I just remember like falling upon revolution and just it, like this warmness fell over me. And I'm just mm. like, wait, maybe I'm okay. <laughs> and maybe I'm okay for thinking these things. So it was a huge game changer. And now oh, it's, cool. you know, I feel like as much as I, you know, still kind of, you know, listen to other things, I, I definitely feel like, you know, it's definitely elevated me to a more intimate relationship with God because, you know, we tend to kind of like cling to what we think the Bible says or people think the Bible says at least. And so, yeah, yeah. it's easy to do. It's easy to kind of almost have like the, have the pastors or the even denomination be the, you know, your, your theology, like this will be my theology and they'll live it for me and tell me what it is, you know, but Yeah, but then your heart starts speaking to you and your convictions start speaking to you and life experience. And, you know, that's what it was for me. It was just like, God, you know, and then I had to start really looking at things and realizing that everything I was hearing from denominations and churches and stuff wasn't exactly what I was getting. Like I was getting in some ways almost a sixth grade understanding of the Bible Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. from most from most theologies, you know, like the theologies were very like you know, face value based, they weren't going into the Roman history, they weren't going into Greek or Hebrew, you know, and if they were, it was almost very selective. And it was just almost kind of like, well, we're gonna, you know, they were kind of going along with what society said the church was. And for me, I just wasn't able to take it that way. Because I was taught in such a way to believe in such a literal sense of it that I looked into it so literally that like, even like the literal stuff was like, way more open and different. And then finding out like, oh, the Bible's not a perfect you know, it's not a book anyway, it's a collection of books, but it's a you library. Know, but it was also the idea of realizing that some of those things probably don't even belong there and things like that. And that was, you know, stuff I hadn't, wasn't raised believing, but it was stuff I found out through the studying that I was told to do my whole life. So it's kind of interesting when you kind of come out the other end and, but for me, it's good. It's all some, some of, most of it's ended up being really good news, you know, and in a life that's full of suffering and full of hardships and full of you know, life's not easy, you know, and, um, life's not perfect. And, and there's, I have not found anything or anyone perfect yet, but, you know, going, going through the Bible, I feel like even finding its imperfections, those imperfections that are usually not there are, are good news. So it's nice Mm. to kind of have some good news and see that, oh yeah, these are people who are suffering and going through things on their own and trying to figure it out. And even had other people trying to explain them because they were too good. So yeah, I mean, I get, yeah, it's interesting, right? Really interesting. Yeah. And it's so funny that you should say like the whole like, you know, sixth grade, uh, you know, interpretation of the Bible, because I remember the first time I listened to um, the revolution, I think I forgot which uh, book you're looking at, but I remember just feeling like, oh, wow, I'm in college now. (laughs) (laughs) They're just so different, but I loved it because it was just so, it was just, it felt very, again, like this intimacy that I'm looking for. It's just, it's very much so like, it's not about anything else except for God yeah. and what God says. So, you know, it's, it's funny you should say that. Cause like, I remember just thinking in my head, I'm like, am I smart enough to understand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are. We all, I mean, heck I'm dyslexic and I dropped out of high school. So, I mean, I'm self-taught, you know, so I, wow. yeah. So I just bought the books and started reading, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, luckily, I didn't have social media back then because now I'm like ADD towards everything. And uh, but back then, I just was like books. Mm-hmm. I want every book about the Bible, and I want to understand what it has to say. And 
you know, because I mean, these guys would talk with me with such, sometimes, honestly, it was even that a spite sometimes, because some of these pastors and people would be so arrogant that I was like, damn, they must, they feel like they really know, you know, and it was so. I'll show them. I'll go you know, read up too. I'm like, well, they would be like, I would be crying and they'd be like, sorry, your gay friends are going to hell and they're just, this is horrible. You know, and I'd be like, what? You know, and I'm like. But then I was like, okay, am I going to take their word for it? Or am I going to at least give a look? Because, you know, you think like, how could we have had this wrong for thousands of years? Right. You know? Like, how could, right. we, how could, how, I mean, how could everybody in the American church really miss this boat? You know, and then you look and start reading, you go like, oh, because it's, it's, they're not looking at the complex. I mean, now I wouldn't even care now if I would just disagree with Paul because I believe you can. But, um, but, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. now I don't think Paul was talking about what we would, what most American Christians say. But anyway, that's a whole no, that's mm. a whole other talk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> anyhow. Well, hey, one of the questions I guess we usually ask since um, we should probably wrap up soon is we always ask folks if they have any uh, advice for us is like anything they think we could do more of, or even do less of. Um, but right now we're kind of running on bare bones, so I don't know if there's a whole lot less we could do. Yeah, right. But I'm open to <laughs> suggestions. Um, but yeah, you know, if you have any kind of advice for what we're doing, or if we could be doing anything more, or something you'd like to see. I mean, I, 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 to me, it just it's such it, it's it's weird because it's kind of like this personal yet and like yet ev- you could tell it's such a community yeah. um, experience when you like watch the YouTube videos and listen. Um, I mean, I, I, this, I don't, yeah, I have nothing. I mean, all I can say is more Star Wars analogies. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> I'm having a hard time working the new ones in, but oh, yeah, I think right. I can get some pretty cool ones in there soon. And definitely some, uh, been watching the, uh, Mandalorian. Uh-huh. Done with the Mandalorian now, so get ready for some uh, nice. really crazy yep. ones. <laughs> Spo- I'm going to have to give spoiler alerts soon, so... <laughs> I just got Disney Plus, so look out. <laughs> you mentioned the, the the YouTube videos. That's a, a newer thing that we do. So that's kind of cool that you that you are, are uh, watching that. How how long have you been before we end here? How long have you been uh, connecting with Revolution? When was it that you stumbled across us through that Tammy Faye interview or uh, um, documentary? <laughs> yeah, so it was very recent, and honestly, like it sparked like this whole new journey in me, and. Uh, I would say probably about like three months. Yeah, <laughs> like again. yeah they, I mean, no, they showed it again because it was one that had been shown years ago, right? That you saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a re, they were just like redoing and they're like going into the past. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and like that was like, it was, and then like I started kind of whatever Instagram I run today, like because of that, because cool. I went to Revolution and then I'm like, you know, this, this message of love and acceptance just needs to, you know, granted, I, you know, um, it's only me, but like whomever just needs to feel that warmth and acceptance of God, like, again, it all stemmed from, you know, kind of reading up on revolution and what you are, what you're all about. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, as, as, as much as I've been listening to, as long as I've been listening to revolution, that's, you know, a really good marker for me to realize, like, that's when, you know, this new journey started. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Awesome. Well, glad to have you. And yeah, say, Hey, on Instagram. So for sure. Yeah, Thank you so much. Like it, you, I mean, I'm so starstruck. <laughs> like, oh, no need to be yeah. just <laughs> tired. Hire your dad right here. <laughs> Parked out. Got it. <laughs> yeah, you're not even wearing wearing your uh, makeup that you put on for the for the no, services. No, just tired dad. <laughs> Sleepy tired dad. It's Friday. Yeah, <laughs> it's Friday. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for giving us your time and sharing your story with us. Well, thank you. And thank you for everything you've done for me. So <laughs> Enjoy Long Island. Have fun. Oh, thank you very much. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the parks. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I love, yeah. I mean, I love all of New York, so I, I miss it a lot. It's kind of my, I think, I think, I guess I'll end with this. But yeah, I think like, if I didn't have kids, I would either be in Belfast or I would be in Brooklyn. I mean, like New York, mm, yeah, was, yeah, New yeah. York was my home. I mean, I lived in the, an apartment there, the same apartment, uh, and it was like a walk up, you know, so it was somebody's house. But I lived there for seven years. That's the longest house I've ever lived in. That's a long time. My whole life. In one place, yeah. So it was great. I miss it a lot. So maybe we'll see you there someday. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess there was that venue to close that you guys used to be at, but... Pete's Candy Store, is it closed? Pete, yes, that's it. Yes, yeah. Pete's Candy Store, yeah. Yeah, that place was awesome. I love that place. It's in... It's, I saw it. I was watching a movie the other night. It was like my my weird stepbrother or our, or our brother or some weird movie like that. And half of the movie like takes place in Pete's Candy Store. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm so weird. Yeah. Bizarro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> that's my old church. That's Pete's. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye now. We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. Mm-hmm.